The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. You have tuned in to Kingdom Encounter with Glenn Blakeney. Connect with us for powerful, life-changing teaching and guest interviews that will inspire you with hope and equip you with the knowledge and skills needed to fulfill your destiny in the kingdom of God. Now, here is Glenn Blakeney. Well, hello, everyone. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining on the interview today. Such a blessing for me to be with you. My name is Glenn Blakeney of Awake Nations Ministries, and this is the Kingdom Encounter broadcast. And I am so excited about today. Uh, we're going to have a great time together as we um, just listen to what the Lord is doing around the world in different ways. My special guest is an evangelist by the name of Daniel Dutoy, and Daniel is a great young man that the Lord is using powerfully. And we just wanted to get behind Daniel and just let introduce you to him if you're not already familiar with his ministry. I believe he is a great young man with a pure heart and a real genuine passion for souls. He's doing great exploits in the kingdom of God. He's seeing many people come to Christ. He just returned from a large, very powerful and impacting crusade in the nation of Zambia in Africa. We're going to hear about that crusade and what happened. But I just want to let you guys know, first of all, that we are so excited that you are part of what the Lord is doing through our ministry, Awake Nations, and we would invite you to connect with us in what we call our kingdom community. Our kingdom community is a place where you can just get along with other believers that are like-minded, that have a kingdom perspective. We offer times of prayer, times of training and teaching and equipping the body of Christ, and all of this is free. We just want to invest in you. We believe the model that Jesus gave us, and Paul delineated that in Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 16 in particular, about equipping God's people. Every one of you, each one of you in particular, has a powerful call upon your life, and we want to help if God so directs us to connect with you so we can help equip you and see you move forward into your destiny and purpose. So we invite you to be part of the kingdom community. If you'd like more information on how to connect, just go to our website, which is awakenations.org. And there you're going to see a link which talks about our kingdom community. Just go over to awakenations.org and you can click on kingdom community. We also have some courses we're going to be offering starting in July. And this course is there. One is on the gospel of the kingdom. The second one is on apostolic centers, shifting to an apostolic mindset and an apostolic methodologies and mission to be able to impact nations and see transformation. These two courses will be offered once per month from July through December, and uh, the courses are one hour each, so the Gospel of the Kingdom and then Apostolic Centers. Central time in the United States, 7 a.m., and to 9 a.m., and then central time the same day, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So that should work for most of you guys all over the world. And if you want to 
be part of this training, just go to awakenations.org and click on uh, the mentoring courses, the courses that we have available. Or guys, follow me on social media, Glenn Blakeney, and I'd love to connect with you that way as well so that we can get you involved in those particular courses and study. We have other things that we're doing together. We're networking. We have people from all over the world that are part of the kingdom community. It's amazing what God is doing. Stay tuned for future broadcasts. Thursday evenings, typically central time, uh, we have our broadcasts, but because today we're coming live to, from Cape Town, South Africa, it's quite a bit later there, so we thought we'd be kind to Daniel and not wake him up at 3 a.m. in the morning so he could be with us, guys. But it's gonna be a great time together. Uh, please go ahead and leave your comments. We'd love to know where you guys are watching from, what part of the world. I see some of you on there. Edith Rodriguez, thank you. Juan Bantander, uh, Emmanuel Cristel Canyanta. Uh, and then we have uh, Velma Bat, wow, from South Africa also. Bless you guys. Would you go ahead and share this broadcast? Get the word out. Leave your comments, please. Uh, let me know where you are watching from. I always love to connect with people from all over the world, and it is truly an honor for us. Robertson, South Africa. I'm not sure where Robertson is, um, but, yeah, we're, we're glad. We have some amazing South Africans that are part of the kingdom community as well. So God bless you guys. Without any more delay, I'm going to bring on to the broadcast our good friend, Daniel. Daniel Detroit from Cape Town, South Africa. And Daniel is the founder of Take the Nations Ministries. Daniel, why don't you just tell us, let's just jump right into this. You know, you're a young guy, obviously. Uh, you've been involved in ministry for a few years now. I remember seeing you make that transition several years ago and just saw the hunger in your heart to follow the Lord and to obey him. But let's talk about your background, you know, your where you grew up, was it a Christian home, and, and what shaped you in terms of your background to bring you to the place where you are today? Yes, thank you so much, Glenn, for having me on. Like I said, just, just after getting saved, I was able to find you, um, if it was on, on one of the CRC videos, and um, Australia, and um, since then I've been following you yourself, and you're such an encouragement, and I absolutely love everything you're doing, and even for those following, please go see what Glenn is doing and his wife. They are amazing, and it's such a privilege to be on here. Well, as as you said, I'm a very young man. I'm a 22-year-old man. Oh, okay. And, um, well, you're not that young. I'm no, kidding. <laughs> not that young, and I have the most beautiful wife, Bea, and yes. we live in Cape Town. Congratulations. And it was about, you know, I grew up in a Christian home. I have amazing grandparents. I'm actually a sixth generation preacher. Wow. Um, my grandparents have been in the missionaries for 53 years. Wow. And my parents also are born again believers. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, you know, as you know, you yourself have to make a decision to follow Christ. Wow. And um, for me, growing up, I was playing tennis from oh. a very young age and even at the age of eight i was traveling already by myself to tournaments and um i absolutely loved it. and i always thought that's what i was gonna do and I, I was absolutely passionate about it but at the time i was you know 
I was falling into a lot of bad things at school and with friends. Wow. Took took a downturn where I found mm. myself in a bit of a hole, and mm. um, it it was one night where literally I had an encounter in my room with Jesus, and instantly every everything left me. I knew I was saved. Uh, you know, the addictions, the sin, everything was gone. And it was from that day that I just caught the fire. I just realized, you know, if I could live so hard for the devil, for a wrong thing, for a lie, how much more can I live for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, for the truth? And um, I think already the next day I was telling people about Jesus. That same month, I, I did my first sermon in front of a school where I preached the gospel. And um, I was just radical everywhere. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I just knew the truth and I had to tell people. And, um, it was actually just before that encounter plan where I was actually partying with some friends and I was drunk and I fell oh, into an open vision of myself preaching, standing on a platform in front of thousands of people in the African bush about the message oh. of Jesus. And I couldn't understand because that morning I woke up and I, I didn't have any hangover. And I couldn't understand. I remembered nothing of that night except this open vision. And um, it was just after that that I just got saved. <laughs> wow. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, Daniel, that's so yeah, encouraging to hear that your testimony in terms of your calling. Um, I was we had a discussion the other night with um, an apostolic leader here from the United States, from California a great man of God by the name of Brian Miranda. And we were chatting about that very topic about how there really needs to be a place where we look back and we say, yes, I had an encounter with the Lord and he spoke to me and he called me divinely to the ministry. So clearly that happened to you. And that's an amazing thing. We see the prophets encountered that in the old Testament and the apostle Paul on the road to Damascus. So, what happened after you had that vision? Well, Glenn, I knew nothing about crusades. And um, for me, I couldn't get I couldn't get that open vision. Why did I have an open vision? I wasn't even saved. I mean, and wow. um, I had this open vision yeah. of, of speaking in front of thousands of people. And for me, I only thought that it was church. You know, I thought that I didn't know what crusades were. And it was just after that, and I, I mean, I had I had more dreams, just dream after dream of thousands of people. And um, I was on YouTube, and I came across a man called Reinhard Bonnke on YouTube. And when I saw the crowds, my whole body began to shake. I mean, I got, I was like, I started to cry. I was so shocked, and I was like, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I've been seeing. And I, I started to realize these things, you know, called gospel crusades. And I saw, obviously, Billy Graham and these different men and women of God that were doing it. And I was just such, I mean, I, then I took all around on Bonky's messages. I studied his, his, his outer calls and I was just, wow. um, I was just like, wow, this is so different. And I had this, uh, even though I never did a crusade, I had this passion to do it. And wow. um, then I, obviously I wanted to get trained in it. And I mean, already, I mean, like I said, I was radical, I was playing tennis on the tour. I was trying to make it with my tennis. And um, I was just even not in those moments, the opportunities that God opened up for me with my tennis, but I always believed there was more. And um, it was then that I got into, I mean, I tried to get in year in, year out into Reinhold Bonnke School of Evangelism, where he takes a right. hundred evangelists around the okay. world for a few days. 
And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he sits with them, you know, mentors them with, with Todd White, Daniel Kalender, all these mm-hmm. amazing people. And I finally got in. And I was so awesome. excited. And How old, it, how old were you when that happened? Then I was 19. And, wow. um, man, I was <laughs> so excited. I And then it was on that day, on the final day, I was taking a tour at Christ for Nations at the, at the office. I mean, they have an amazing ministry. And, yes. you know, I was just taking a tour and I was sitting in Reinhardt's office. You know, you can, if you know, you go into, you can go into Reinhardt Bonke's office there. And, yes, I've, um, been, I've been there. I've seen it. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And I was so thankful because that was the last school that he was wow. alive before he went to glory. Wow. And, really? um, right. Yes, I was sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, the Lord drops in my spirit, go to Kitwe. And I was like, but it was as clear as day, Glenn, um, in my spirit, go to Kitwe. And I was like, what? You know, I'm supposed to be in Zam- in, in America, in Orlando for another month. I was going to be there for the send. I was going to be there for all these things. And I was so excited. And now the Lord says, go to Kitwe. I should take my phone out, you know, my and Google, where is Kitwe? And I yeah. found that it was, you know, it was north of Zambia. On the top there, the copper belt there, just below the Congo, Lumbumbashi. And I just knew, you know, go to Kitwe. Right. Uh, and now this is a Friday and the Lord tells me to leave Sunday. Yes. And um, what happened to me, my, my card was cloned. So I had to cancel my card. I was selling with $40 in my pocket. That was all I had. And now how am I going to change my, my tickets <laughs> you know, back to South Africa? And right. um, I went onto the, the website, the Emirates website, to ch- look to change my ticket. Okay. And to my astonishment, it was $39.70. Wow. Wow. And um, so, oh, wow. so, I, so I was able to use that 40 bucks and I came home and I told everyone I'm going to Kitwe. And I mean, people were like, what are you going to do in Kitwe? You don't know anyone there. You don't have any past. You don't have any team. Yeah. And I said, no, God told me to go to Kitwe. And this was already, I didn't even have take donations. I didn't have a ministry partner, but okay. I just knew I had to go there. Right. And um, I got there eventually. And when I got there, there was a group of pastors there where I was staying. Yes. And I told them, you know, I'm Daniel and I'm this, I'm this evangelist. I, I, God called me here to Kitwe. I don't necessarily know anyone. And they started to cry, Glenn. Wow. And I asked them, you know, so clearly I'm missing something. Why are you crying? And they said, no, right. we've been praying and fasting. And yesterday we just finished a 30-day fast on water, praying that God would send evangelists to the city. So literally Amazing. the doors, Glenn, swang open you know with the schools the universities of of the state of the copperbelt region of kitwe opened up um the different churches the different denominations i mean denominations i've never heard of just began to open up to us and today we're sitting here with an amazing team in in zambia and um god's been so faithful with us launching take nations there and also doing crusades Wow. So, Daniel, um, that's amazing. I love what you're sharing because it's really the way of the New Testament. You know, when we read the book of Acts, we see these type of divine um, initiatives where the Holy Spirit would speak to someone, go here and do this. And, you know, Philip, for example, in Acts chapter eight, as an evangelist, Philip himself. And uh, wow, that's such a powerful thing. And to see how these uh, men of God, people of God, leaders were praying and fasting for the Lord to send someone. That's incredible. So 
you you've been ministering um, throughout Africa and other places. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen over the past few years and how the Lord has been moving through Take the Nations. Yes, well, you know, for us right now, obviously, we're focusing on the nation of Zambia specifically. Okay. But, you know, I had the opportunity being earlier also to go to Kenya. I've been all over Africa, um, you know, or really all over and everywhere. What God is doing in this hour, Glenn, it is so phenomenal. Even just, I mean, the mass salvations, even now and our previous crusade, we just had now the deliverances, the power of God. That that you know that that's moving is something we've never seen. I personally never seen before, even as our last event now. But really, you know, the crippled are walking, the blind are seeing, the deaf are hearing. Um, you know, witch doctors are coming to Jesus. Satanists wow. are experiencing the love of Jesus, surrendering their lives. And Wonderful. what a privilege we have to be part of this. I mean, I am. You can. I'm so excited. You know, we just got back from our crusade now, but I'm ready to go again. Okay. <laughs> um, that I, I, I'm just I'm just burning for what God is doing in this moment. I think really we're living in the greatest hour before. It's not the, you know, the, the whole earth is not going to be filled with the Antichrist. It's going to be filled with the glory, the, with the Amen. glory, the knowledge of the Lord. And um, what a time to be alive and to experience what God is doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's powerful. And that statement about, you know, the earth being filled with the knowledge of God's glory that's uh, so real, you know, and, and I love Isaiah chapter 60, where it talks about, behold, darkness covers the earth and deep darkness the people. But then it says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And, you know, I've recently been um, speaking on that topic quite a bit. And really, the truth is the enemy desires to fill the earth with darkness and cover and cover the earth with darkness with darkness and the people with deep darkness or gross darkness. But the Lord says that the knowledge of his glory will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. But that means we have a responsibility as the church of Jesus Christ to arise and shine, to allow that light to, you know, just beam forth into the nations. So um, you take the nation's ministries. Give us a, an overview of, of what Take the Nations does. I know you're obviously doing crusades. So how else are you uh, guys engaged in ministry? Yes, well, Take the Nations comes from the scripture verse Psalms 2, verse 8. Ask of me the nations, now give it to the wow. inheritance. And, um, you know, we as believers, that that's our mandate to take nations, not just, you know, see our families come to Christ, not just even the towns, but but really nations. Jesus is the desire of all nations. And right. I believe we're gonna see greater things. I know I'm young, but but this is this is the truth in the word. And um, you know, we're gonna see nations shaken by the gospel. Amen. And that that's our heart of the ministry. It's Jesus. Yeah. We call our crusades Jesus Crusades because he's the miracle worker, he's the deliverer, he's the savior. And when we preach him, all these things manifest. Um, you know, we, we really, our heart is to unite the body of Christ. So we really take hands with the churches. Just this last crusade now, we worked with like 500 pastors. Wow. Um, so, you know, we, we really go after the pastors and we even train them. We have pastors conferences during the crusades too, so we can equip them and help them be better messengers and better stewards in their area of influence in the city and the nation. 
And um, even a feeding program that we have, we've just started okay. now through Take the Nations, which is exciting. My wife's a dietitian, and she's very passionate about that, going into the community and starting self-sustainable ways for, for different areas. And wow. that's something we've okay. just started now, too, at the last crusade that we'll be speaking more about in the future now coming up. And um, it's just exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. Because, you know, one of the things that we talk about in our ministry, which is similar name, really, you know, take the nations and we are awake nations. And Very similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but our strategy, even though in the past I've done crusades and probably still will do crusades in the future, um, one of the things we've been really strategizing is how do we connect with um, leaders and the body of Christ as a whole around the world to see transformation, you know, not just the spiritual, but also uh, in, in every way to help bring that uh, real manifestation and demonstration of the kingdom on the earth. So what you're doing is powerful. Uh, I think the the aspect of training and equipping pastors is so important because, you know, we sometimes people will make comments like, well, it's great to do mass crusades, but, you know, the very few people end up uh, staying with the Lord Jesus Christ after they respond to the altar call. Um, I've heard so many testimonies from people that are now pastors and leaders in the kingdom in Africa who were saved through Reinhard Bonnke's ministry over the years. So many. Yeah. And I know you would obviously have a better understanding of that living in, in Africa, but um, yes, how, yes. how is you, it wake? The, I'm sorry, awake nations. That's our ministry. Take the nations. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. Maybe I'm prophesying over myself, but here we go. <laughs> how how is take the nations um impacting the local churches and the pastors what are they saying to you yeah. about what your yeah. the impact your ministry is having well you know you made a great point i think so many times evangelists can be hit and run you know they they do a crusade and, and they leave and you know that's great and all but you know the word says we need to go out and not make converts but disciples so we actually have a very strong follow-up system that, you know, Billy Graham has used, um, Reinhardt and them still use it today. And that's also how we count our decisions for Christ. You know, our last crusade now, we just had over 27,000 decisions documented for Jesus Christ. And these aren't just hands that have gone up, but people that have actually filled in a form with their name, their number, the area they live in. And that goes through our follow-up system where we actually put them in a church nearest to them where they will get baptized, they will get counseled and what they need to get counseled and to learn then to grow in their Christian life. So, awesome. you know, you never know, like, like you mentioned there. I mean, every time I meet pastors that, you know, say to me, you know, Daniel, you know, I had incurable disease and at the age of 11, I, I, I attended one of Rana Bonke's crusades and I was instantly healed. And now I'm now the, the pastor, but also the chairman of the whole state in this area uh, so yes. um you know we we play we pay very close attention to that we we strive to do more you know better things like that and even to give resources you know we're working on different resources right now which is mm -hmm. exciting um mm -hmm. because you know we there for a moment but then we leave the pastors and now have to do the job of the pastor and to, to shepherd the flock and mm -hmm. we really 
pay close attention and we even put a, a large budget towards that to make sure that it happens. That's great. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what I'd really love to talk with you about um, perhaps in a future broadcast or if you'd come and join us on one of the uh, training and equipping sessions we do with the leaders and pastors from all over the world. You know, I'd love to hear uh, the strategy that you're using to really follow up and assimilate these new believers and see them discipled because that's so important. Jesus said, as you so, uh, you know, aptly stated, that we are to make disciples of the nations. And being born again is, you know, the Bible is clear that when we are born again, we come out of the the kingdom of darkness, of Satan's domain, and we move into the kingdom of of the Son, of Jesus, Colossians 1.13. So, but at that point, there is the need to really be discipled and and uh, grow in your faith. And so that's that's such a critical thing. That's really my focus in this season is to help, wow. um, you know, see people conformed to the to the likeness of Jesus Christ. Now, what you're doing in terms of these crusades in Zambia uh, is very, very powerful and it's having such a huge impact. Um, what what are your what is your relationship, um, you know, with uh, w- pastors in in the area where you live, for example? Because one of the this is just I want you to just follow me where I'm going here. Is we have evangelists, pastor, um, not pastors, you know, people that are more prophetic ministry and so on, but they travel, they itinerate, and they minister in different places. But they don't necessarily have a connection, yeah. a home church, you know, um, uh, a leadership team that pastors or whatever they're they're connected to or apostolically. Yeah, um, let, let's just talk about that. I mean, obviously, for you to be able to do what you're doing, you have people standing behind you, praying for you, you know, encouraging you, helping even with resources. So. What does what does that look like, and how does that uh, tie into the success of your ministry? Yes, well, uh, uh, firstly, with with you know, we have an amazing church that we're part of here in Cape Town, the Bay Christian Family Church, with Pastor Allen and, and Pastor Janine that have been such a blessing to us and really family. As you right. know, it's so important to have a home church in this time. Um, all, well, always actually, and I think especially evangelists maybe sometimes forgets that, um, you know, evangelists sometimes thinks it's a one-man show. And actually being an evangelist, it's the opposite. It's the team that makes a difference. And, you know, we really are so blessed with the most, I honestly think, I was just thinking now in Zambia, we really are blessed with the most amazing team ever. Um, really, we really are. Um, you know, in Zambia itself, our crusade director, I even see some of them are watching earlier, I saw. And, um, you know, you know who you are that make the team of Take the Nations. And, um, you know, just going into the cities months in advance, you know, preparing the pastors, sitting with the pastors. And, you know, even, you know, our last, you know, our last crusade, we had over a thousand volunteers and all of them have to get equipped and trained in a specific way to do the ministry and do the crusades. So we really are blessed with such an amazing team that spearheads take the nations. 
Um, I know people obviously see the nice Facebook pictures and the nice Instagram pictures of me standing on stage. But if it right. wasn't for the, the team that we have, you know, right. our director and um, well, everybody, I wouldn't be able to do that and our intercessors. And, um, so it's really a team effort at the end of the day, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. That's great to hear that. That's, and it's so true. You know, that's uh, something we strongly believe in and, and we are uh, not only advocating, but practicing ourselves, uh, building up uh, the body of Christ, having a team. I love uh, particularly my, my paradigm is seeing the fivefold come together. So that's a powerful thing. So Daniel, let's talk a little bit about some of the miracles you've seen. Um, tell us, tell us a few stories. What are some of the most powerful miracles you've seen? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> at the crusade, we see you can, you can, well, you know, you, you yourself do crusades and you, you obviously know what I'm talking about, but just the raw miracles happening, even just thinking about the last crusade, just before this, we did it in November when we were in Makushi and a crippled man was there sitting there on the chair. And um, I believe it was, it was the second last day where I actually came off the stage to pray for people. Mm. And I took him by the hand and I said, you're going to walk. And I commanded life into him. And there he began to walk. And um, even this last crusade, man, the things we saw, we had one lady there. I remember the second day of the crusade when I was speaking about the woman, you know, touching the hem of Jesus's garment where she actually, you know, there was such an anointing for miracles. It was just amazing. You were just calling things out there, back back things in that area, you know, headaches in that area, deaf ears in that area, and people just getting healed everywhere. And um, I remember though I said, I think I command life into those legs and someone's body right now. And um, anyway, that night specifically, we had such a long line. We couldn't even take all the testimonies. And, um, you know, this lady that got up that couldn't walk for two years. And um, for those that follow us, Take the Nations, we'll be posting that video very soon as we actually have the video of it. And she actually came on stage. She testified to actually walk there on stage. So Jesus is in the healing business. He wants to flow through us. He's in us like a river, not a lake. And um, he wants out. And he wants us, you know, he wants to use us to touch the world with miracles and healings and signs and wonders. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, it's so good to hear that. And I'm just going to read from Acts chapter 8 in the book of Acts chapter 8, verses 5 through 8. I actually shared this last night as well. We're, um, you know, with a group of people that we've been uh, helping mentor. And it says, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and he preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and the lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Well, there you go. There's uh, Philip, who in Acts 21 is identified clearly as an evangelist. And he's operating in really um, the pattern that you are following as well, going into a city, impacting a city, preaching Christ, seeing great miracles, the deaf hearing, the lame walking, and so on, the demonized delivered and set free. 
and then there's great joy in the city. Like, how good is that? <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing thing to impact a city at that level. So we commend you, Daniel, and we appreciate your commitment to the Lord. Anyone who is doing what you're doing, we need to pray and get behind them, guys. Let's uh, really commit ourselves to praying for Daniel and take the nation's ministries as he ministers in Zambia and other places. Uh, so important that you do that. And you can also obviously follow Daniel, get more information. Go to his website, takethenations.com, and you can actually sign up for emails there as well and find out more about what Daniel is doing and, and his ministry. Um, Partner with him. Find out ways you can collaborate if you're interested in knowing more about what we are doing at Awake Nations Ministry, you can go to our website, awakenations.org, learn about our kingdom community, how to connect with us. You can follow me on social media, Glenn Blakeney. And then also, if you would like to partner with us as we continue to not only do these broadcasts, but also the many things we're doing in around the nations of the world, training leaders, um, you know, if you're looking for a connection in terms of an apostolic connection, looking for the spiritual family that we call the kingdom community to connect with. We'd love for you guys to uh, reach out to us. Uh, it's such a great honor and privilege to help prepare and serve God's people to see them launched into their destiny and really be discipled and conform to the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. What a powerful powerful season it is that we are in. I'm going to really try to get Daniel back another time and really talk about what the Lord has been saying to him about the season in which we are living. And uh, I bless you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Glenn Blakeney of Awake Nations Ministries. This is the Kingdom Encounter broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to Kingdom Encounter with Glenn Blakeney. To learn more about us, including how to connect to our kingdom community, please visit our website, awakenations.org. Again, that website address is awakenations.org. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so other listeners like you can receive powerful, life-changing teaching. We appreciate that effort, and we hope you'll join us again in the next episode of Kingdom Encounter.